Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 383 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining as always is Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. And Lando. But he doesn't say anything. At least we hope he doesn't say anything. Yeah, that's the hope. Sometimes he says things. All right. Uh, before we get too deep here, I want to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Hoffman Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Sinson, and Phil Feldman. If they can be a patron, head over to patreon.com slash blindstudios and click on the patron link above our homepage at blindstudios.com. Carlos, you were telling me something about our Black Belt patrons just the other day. Do you remember what that was? Yeah. No, they have been uh, brushing up on their lassoing skills lately. On their lassoing? Yeah. You know, the thing where you take a rope and you yeah. have a loop a rope. And you spin above your head and you try to loop something. Yeah. What yeah. are they what are they lassoing? Well, normally they're trying to lasso beer out of the beer store from outside the store. Uh yeah, that's that's true because there is a a little known loophole um in in beer law that says if you don't actually step in foot like if you're able to take it from the store without stepping foot into the store, it's not stealing. It, it's free. Yeah, it's it's not stealing, it's free then. So yeah, that's uh, that's what they've been doing. They're trying to get further further away. You have to understand though that like the amount of opportunity they have to do this is very small. They have when other customers open the door or are leaving the store. So that's when they have to throw throw it in there, pull the beer out of the store, and get it. So that's it's pretty close. Like a, a couple of them got in like. Uh, a uh, like a small pack of beer. One of them did get a, a pack of Michelob, but they like they just didn't use that. They just left it there. They just left it there. Like, yeah, I didn't really want yeah. this anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that's what they've been doing. All right. Well, if you'd like to uh, work on your lasso uh, skills with some like-minded folks, uh, become a black belt patron today. Um, all right, Carlos, what have you been up to lately, man? Not too much. Been playing some Elden Ring. I got a PS5 the other day. Yeah, and it's new in box, still in box. Yeah, well, because like I've been playing, I have the Elden Ring on it's one a nib console. Sim. I'm going to. I need to get like a new uh, power strip for my uh, for my office for plugging in, and just because I'm starting to run out of power slots. By I feel like TV. you should just daisy chain them together. Yeah, I, that seems like a good idea. I think that's the only true way to do it. Is mm-hmm. you just need to take like 17 power strips and just make like a really long extension cord out of power strips and then we can just plug everything into the house in one outlet and that'll save us electricity yeah so when when it came time to get like the ps5 it's like okay it looks like uh, they're selling them only on packages of like with a couple games in there and like it was like all right i guess i have to get the have to get gran turismo which I'm not. I didn't. Wasn't excited about because that's they've made it a microtransaction hell. Because if I pay sixty, seventy dollars for a game, I don't want to have to pay more money for in-game stuff. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to enjoy the game. And uh, so they ran copies of Gran Turismo by the time I got my console. No, so thank God. I, I didn't get that. Uh, they didn't have any more Miles Morales either, though. So I, I can, uh, that's a bummer. I can get that later, though. Yeah. But yeah, so I have like Ghost of Tsushima, uh, except like it's going to be the PS5 version. Oh, so fancy! Because that that game was really 
great and like it looked amazing on the PS4. I can't wait to see how it looks on the PS4. Yeah, I, I, I I'm borrowing the PS4 version from or Eric just kind of gave it to me and I'm like, all right, I guess I have this now. I've played a little bit of it, but uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what it looks like on the PS5. And it's fun to pop that game into uh, black and white mode, so like it's like a, an old Japanese like samurai film. But when you do that, you also at the same time lose like some of the amazing color that the, like that game has. So. Uh, I usually try to turn it on for when I do the big samurai showdowns. Oh, to get the, like the, 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 the very cinematic like yeah, because it also like does like the title cards like a, like one of the samurai movies and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a fun game and it's pretty easy to change those effects around. So. Awesome, very cool. Um, yeah, anything else? No. All right, let's see things I've been up to this week. Um, I started uh, just landscaping on I, like it finally got nice enough. The ground was soft enough, and we have this. We have this like nastiness next to the pool that's just like it's landscaping that uh, somebody neglected for six years, and now I I get to reap the reap the benefits of of that. Is that is that the right word? Benefits? Yeah, the benefits. Yeah. So um, I'm exhausted. Uh, I have been digging holes in the yard for almost three days straight now. And it's a pain in the ass, and it's stupid, and I don't like it. And yeah, you, you, when you told me that you're like that you're getting a bunch of landscaping stuff, you're gonna buy a bunch of it. It's like, oh, I should t- t- pitch in, and I bought about a bunch of land surveying gear, so I got bought the wrong gear. But like, we can now shoot the distances for the yard. Wait, what? What did you do? No, I didn't. Actually. <laughs> we don't need to shoot any fucking distances. Well, we got to figure out where the corner of the property is. Uh, we know it's it's at the fence. Not necessarily. I know, but that's what we're just gonna go with. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I guess there is that. But. Uh. Yeah. So did that. Uh. Went over to our friend. Uh. Or a friend of the so- show. Uh. Zach's place. Uh. Helped him gut a um a bedroom and a bathroom. That was a lot of, uh, work. Um, I'm not going to say it was fun. Uh, we finally played, um, some of the pirate game, uh, Sea of Thieves on Monday. Um, so that was, that was a blast. That game is so much fun. It is. Um, though I, I, I will say the people we played with, they were, they did not play their hurdy gurdies enough. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Uh, let me just say, I was just being really great at the game. I was, I was being fantastic. I would say that I got the gold star, like a sticker. If they gave if, stickers, if, for if gold, there were stickers for giving directions, then you would definitely get the gold star uh, of giving maybe, the totally right directions constantly, and maybe even a smiley face sticker. That too, maybe upside down. Yeah, so I need to play the game a little bit more to practice. <laughs> <laughs> I was not doing very well uh, in general, so uh, I, I I played it on the PC. So I but I was playing on the Xbox, so yeah. it's a little bit different, a little bit different feel there. And uh, I, I like I, I did a couple times when I was playing on the PC, like do the uh, the solo run, but with the the slightly bigger ship, like the two man ship. Oh yep, yep. So yep. you do because like it's a slightly bigger ship. But, and you can, it's a lot more, it's more fun because if it, you just do the one person ship, like it's too small, but the two person ship is like, it's kind of fun size. It make, it's a challenge, but yeah, I will, I'll have to see how I do with that now with a controller. Uh, I, you know, I maybe, maybe get, maybe get a little bit more, uh, more sea time under you yeah. before, before you jump into that. And become just easy cannon fire. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, as soon as I got my sea legs under me, I'd have to go on land again. It's just this whole thing. Um, yeah. So I did that. That was that was a lot of fun. And then, yeah, that was kind of, that was kind of it. 
It was kind of a fairly uneventful uh, week, which was nice in some ways and terrible in others. And we're in this weird nebulous like spring where it's still getting way too cold. Oh, we had a we had our first fire of the summer. Yeah. Uh, last night, which turned out just beautiful. Yeah, it started out very windy yep. and had to use some logs to block some of the winds of the fire. And then, like, the wind died down and it became just a beautiful time. Yeah. It was great. All right, let's see. What is next on our notes? So I'm looking through our notes here, Carlos, and um, it looks like we have segments that we're going to do uh, today on the show. It's a little different than normal um, in the fact that the show has segments. This show has never had segments before, so this is neat. It has had segments. April Fools! It's always had segments. It has. Like yeah, that's right. That's right. Wow, it's uh, it's April third for us right now. Yeah, I've been I've been saving that one for two whole days, and I got you. I pranked you so hard. I was confused. I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. You got pranked. <laughs> you got pranked so hard. <laughs> Oop. The next quarter mile. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It is time for the next quarter mile, which is our segment where we talk about the next quarter of the next Fast and the Furious movie that we watched. Last week, we just finished Fast Five, and now we are talking about the first quarter of Fast Six. But before we get into talking about that specific quarter, we are going to do the segment within the segment, Plot in 60 Seconds, where Carlos is going to re tell us the entire plot of the franchise up to this point in 60 seconds or less. So that's from the very beginning of the franchise to... A quarter of the way through Fast Furious Six. Yes. All right, Carlos. I know this is uh, this is becoming a um, a daunting task, for lack of a better word. Uh, are you ready? I think about as ready as I'm going to get. You, uh, do you want a countdown? Do you want to think? Just give hand me a bell. Uh, you have one to your left. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, just give me a quick countdown. All right. Three, two, one, go. Tony eating Brian Max on Dom's sister and fails to beat Dom in a race, losing his car but gaining Dom's respect. But undercover cop Brian is hunting a crew of TV VCR combo thieves, but bad cop Brian blows his cover and lets Dom get away in his car. Now badgeless Brian is brought back in to take on drug trafficker Ferone in Miami with a little help from his friend Always Huggy Roman to catch Ferone by crashing a car into a boat and leave without empty pockets. Now for someone different. Street driver Sean crashes, burns, and is banished to Japan, learning the ancient art of drifting from Han. Han dies. Sean wins a drifting showdown and gets the girl. Another time, another place. Dom, Letty, and Han do a heist but then step away. Dom runs off. Letty dies. Bad cop again, Brian, and Dom team up to take justice. Phoenix is smashed and Braga goes down, but Dom gets prison and then is freed. Now Dom, Brian, and me are laying low in Brazil and take part in a train robbery with Dom only to be portrayed with Agent Hobbs on their trail. The only way out is with a big heist, but Vince dies in ambush. They seal the vault and Hobbs takes revenge. Later, Dom finds out Letty lives, puts the crew together in return for pardons. After big chase, Letty shoots Dom. That's that's a bit of time there. <laughs> Five seconds left. About, about as right, uh, good as uh, my little quick run earlier. I because I don't want to be run out of time, so I'm like I, I'm trying to push yeah. it as a yeah. Bill, and so I guess sometimes I just have some extra seconds left over. No, and like that's that's where I was with the with my last run too. I think I had a couple of seconds left, yeah. but it was you're you're getting you're getting close. All right, now it is time for the 10 second car. Carlos, what is the 10 second car? So this is where we break down the uh, last uh, quarter of. A, only the court last quarter of the movie that we just saw into 10 words. All right. 
Are you ready for? I mean, this yeah. is this is this is probably the toughest segment it's in very this that difficult. we do. Like, um, yeah, uh, Letty's alive. Hobbs recruits the fam. Roman and Han eat. Yeah. So yeah, we started the uh, new movie, and we are officially uh, into uh, ensemble territory. Um, like this is the first one where like it's truly an ensemble film. I feel like. Really, because the last one was feeling like that. Well, like, it's just the way this started, like, with, like, uh, we checked in with everybody and, like, where they were, and then, like, they were pulled in. Like, it w- it's it's been, like, building towards it, but I feel like this is the first entry in the franchise where it's truly an ensemble film. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody gets their little moments, because... Like, the last one, it started, it was still mostly about Dom, Brian, and Mia. Yeah. And then, like, then there was everybody else was supporting. Now, like, everybody gets a lot more screen time. All right. And has their own little bits, like, well, we'll... Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. So, we find out Brian's a new dad. The game, the movie starts off with uh, him, with Brian and Dom racing to the delivery. Yep, uh, and they're on time because they race fast. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Dom's line, Brian, when you go through that door, just remember... Everything changes. Like, does it not change if he doesn't go through the door? And, I mean, nothing really changes. Nothing changes. But, like, but does it not change if he doesn't go through the door? Like, uh, is Dom uh, giving him the thing? Like, What if he went through the window? Because, like, Brian's just like, well, I'm just, I'm just worried I'm not going to be a good dad. And Dom's like, you will be. And he's like, how do you know? Because I'll be there to kick your I mean, ass. I guess that all, that are. plays off a little bit from the last movie where Brian says that he had a shitty father growing up. So I, I guess that's some sort of plays a little bit into that. Yeah, but well, that, and Dom quickly. had a, Dom had a dead dad, so I don't yeah. know why Dom thinks he will be a good dad. Well, let's see. So, but uh, we find out that, or like Dom finds out that Luddy's still alive. Dun dun dun! While he's shacking well, up with Elena. Yeah, and Elena is like gives him the go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, go after that other girl. Yeah, Elena's been like, I've been trying to figure out how to break up with him for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Oh, you know, I'm just not into this whole drama thing. So you go do that. I'm just gonna go have a vacation. I'm gonna go take my the picture of my dead husband and go on vacation. <laughs> so he uh, Dom starts calling everybody in. Like some of the people. So Ro- uh, Roman is like on like a. A plane rides to somewhere special with a bunch of ladies on uh, with his uh, with his it's Roman bitches airplane. Yeah, and and then he's like, I'm surprised. Like of all people, like when Dom calls him, he decides to like just turn around. I think Brian called him. Or no, no, Brian didn't know yet. No, yeah, Brian didn't know yet. But like he's like, all right, let's turn this around. Like without even knowing a whole lot besides Dom being like, hey, wait, I need your help. Well, when fam calls, man, you gotta you gotta go with it. And then like Roman starts just like starts handing out like casino vouchers for free buffets to all the, all the yeah. Ladies. And so instead of the the amazing weekend in Monaco, uh, they are now headed back to uh, either Atlantic City or Vegas, and they get free uh, free buffet vouchers. Yeah. So. Because uh, Roman turns out is cheap as shit, and then uh, we find out that like what whatever Dom did like brought me made that so like a bunch of cops had to get called in I guess on Han and uh, on and uh, Giselle, and like really really that's the way that they're gonna call them in. That seems like so I don't think yeah I don't know if it, that was it had to have been I guess uh, they had to find them. it had to be Hobbs though. it had to be Hobbs who did that one because I'm pretty because sure I think he, Hobbs is the one who's like tried to yeah. do yeah. 
so and eventually after a little talking to of like Don being no like going there be like uh no I don't want you in on this and then like but and then he's like yeah all right we're Brian. family all right, and Brian's like yeah I'll, I'll, I'm in I have to be in because and then like this, yeah, and then you just Mia's sideline like, Mia and Mia's like yeah you got to go in it's she's family we just had a baby you have to go in and I'll stay home with the baby. Well, you know, when you put it that way, I'm all right with it. And then, uh, then I guess Brian is already back in after going in that delivery room. Yep. Yeah. It didn't take him long. Uh, so, like, everybody's back. Tej is back. Uh, like, just the, the uh, except for uh, the uh, the Mexican brothers. Yeah, no. Uh, they are they, they are not back for this one, at least not yet. And we'll then they turn up later. And then Owen Shaw is apparently the big bad this time, a big military driver i guess uh yep he was he uh specialized in vehicular warfare yeah um for the british army yeah and which is a which is a thing so they are they are meeting at the new uh, like uh i can't remember what their name is who like the tech guy's like look at all this equipment we did wish we had this down in brazil yeah and uh, Roman comes in, and uh, and then uh, like it makes uh, you know, Hobbs starts. Hob starts giving his big. Uh, well, like uh, well, R- Roman like well, so, smells the bo- baby oil. Well, well, yeah, smells the baby oil. Like so, Roman has in this quarter. Roman has all the best lines. Yes, like and you can start to see why he's my favorite character. Yeah, like I, I know you kind of, but like he really comes into his own as just he is the smartass of the group. And he he's the one who's truly selfish the entire time. So how like so he's like oh now we're working for the Hulk. Why do I smell baby oil all of a sudden as the as the rocks walking up behind him? And, and like when these when there's this the big data like everybody's like finding out what's going on. Like Roman's like trying to like bump some change. To- well, no, no no first first um so he goes oh, to Han yeah. and he's like. Hey, do you have any chips? And Han like shows that the bag is at now empty, and he's like, ah. and then he goes over to Tej. He's like, Hey, you got any change? Tej is like, You're a millionaire, and you're asking for change. That's how you stay a millionaire. And then like, and and then at, a, what, at like as Hobbs is continuing the discussion, then Roman <laughs> then is straight like doesn't know what coin is a dollar. He's like, Hey. Which one of these is a dot? Like, it, well, he's looking for like the one yeah. pound coin. He's like, "Hey, Al, which which one of these?" And then <laughs> just shoots the vending machine. He's like, "It's on the house." <laughs> and uh, then he starts. He grabs more than one bag of chip. <laughs> oh yeah, he grabs all the bags of chips. Uh, so uh, also, uh, Hobbs, I think, is a worse cop than Brian ever was. He's not a good cop. Not, he goes goes in for an interrogation and beats the shit out of the he guy. He has a couple minutes and he beats the guy up and t- he has ten minutes, but I only need two. Oh, I thought it was f- no, he's five minutes and he only needs two. Oh, okay. And uh, like that guy would have walked and like there was no reason, no reason for him to ever t- turn on Shaw because like he could have just he was going to walk. Yep. And then, like, they, uh, he's wired, and everybody's, like, waiting for him to turn on, like, to, to then go into shot. And, like, it's insane, though. There's cops flashing lights everywhere around this building. Like, and they're trying to be sneaky about this. They're British cops, man. They can't be that sneaky. Is it in Britain? I thought it was Germany this was taking no, place. No, no, no. This, uh, like, because the first time they encounter Shaw, they're in the streets of London. Oh, all right. Uh, first time we see Hobbs, like, they had just done a thing in, uh, 
in Russia. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no Germany actually. Right. Zero zero Germany. <laughs> it was a country. Uh, yeah. And uh, so it turns out that uh, Owen Shaw was like, completely expecting this guy to turn on him, and it left him with uh, an explosive. Yeah, as his final payment. Yeah, with some cash. And it was like, like, I mean, also unnecessary. The entire thing, like Shaw, like you could you could have saved that money. You didn't like the symbolism. Didn't need it. And then we find out that you could have just put the bomb in the bag. He has a Formula One car. That he is like all bulletproof and like like plated in metal. Not just one though. Oh because yeah, there's a the, the gang. There's has a like few of them. Yeah, yeah. the gang has. So we get a car. We get a full car chase in this in this first quarter. And um, not to add spoiler, not not to like spoil too much, but there's a lot of car chases in this one. Like I think car chases per minute. Like this one might have some of the most. Yeah, because this was a long chase. So there's yep. a lot of stuff happening here. Like they're just uh, everybody in the gang, their shit got wrecked. And it's and it's like some really fun driving. Uh, we finally, uh, after after a little bit of a hiatus of watching people jump out of vehicles, uh, we get to see that again. And, and this see, time it's, it's Hobbs. Hobbs. Like Hobbs is the one that, and he just like fucking gorilla jumps out of his vehicle. He falls so far, he'd have broken a lot of bones. Gives like he's just like hands the wheel over to Gina, Car- uh, the 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 woman from uh, uh, Mandalorian, yeah. uh, and is like do the thing, and then he just like. What a terrible idea. And then after doing that, he doesn't accomplish anything. Yeah, he ends up rolling off of the vehicle. Like, he was bad at it. Um, And then uh, Dom catches up with Letty, Mm -hmm. and uh, Letty shoots him. Yeah. And that's kind of where we end things. And, like, he's, like, treating his own bullet wound, and, like, it's like... That was weird. And was that a... Like, it looked like a fucking shard that was in his shoulder. Oh, it was was a metal-jacketed, like, armor-piercing round. Which, also, why didn't it go through his round? Or go through his arm? Is he bulletproof? Like, is it, like, his muscle is so dense, it's just catching, like, a bullet-piercing? Live my life quarter mile at a time. And bullets don't hurt. Family is bulletproof. <laughs> Ooh, I really hope that's the uh, that's the line for Fast uh, Fast Ten. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I really did like as like Letty's looking there, like kind of like not wanting to have to fill in the other criminals about like who these people are that are chasing them. They're like these are these are common criminals, <laughs> dude. They had the the dossier so quick on all of them. Yeah, like. Within a matter of minutes after encountering them, at least like that's what the way it seemed in the film. They were just like, "All right, we're gonna do a quick exposition dump." And they didn't have anything on Letty in those files, like. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I, maybe we'll get, we'll get into the next quarter of the movie, but <laughs> but I did like just the fact that these They're, are just a bunch of nope, like just criminals. These common pr- criminals almost had us. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this is a fun start, though. It's. It is a very like um, wham start. You're thrown into it pretty quick. There's a li- there's like minimal exposition, and now you're like you're into it. Which is like that's kind of what I want with a Fast and the Furious movie. I just want to get into it quickly. Like I need a little exposition in there, but just a little bit. Yeah. No, it was it was fantastic. Um, it was it was really good. It was fun. Yeah. 
So I guess we got a beer. Yeah, which means I got to catch up real quick. Um, going around right now is uh, the P3 Pills uh, from Phase 3 Brewing Company. Sorry, I had to finish the beer. Um, this American-style Pilsner saw a couple of changes this time around. Mainly the switch from two-row barley to uh, six-row American barley. This will provide a distinct character unique to American lagers. We took the ABD, ABV down from 5% to four and a, or 4.7%. To further increase the drinkability, lightly hop to provide balance to the malt. This beer isn't hoppy, it isn't malty, it's simple at its core, and the perfect companion to hiking, grilling, sitting by the pool, or enjoying in a hammock. Um, phase 3 Brewing is out of Illinois, uh, Lake Zurich, Illinois. So uh, this is a, a very pleasant pilsner. Uh it's like like sometimes like with a pilsner like you, they can be a little bland on the bland side, but no, this is a a very flavorful uh, pilsner. Ooh, crystal clear too. Look at that. That is a beautiful looking beer. <laughs> Ooh, this is like it's a kind of the definition of beer flavored beer. Yeah. Um, it has it has a little bit of hop character to it. Yeah, you just gotta make sure that. Yeah, because like uh, I was just drinking a surly before this, so I'm trying to make sure yeah. that. Yeah, no, like there's like that little noble hop bite, but it's not overwhelming. It's very clean. It's crisp. This is a really good pilsner. I Damn. know. Yeah, this is. I was surprised. Like, uh, like because like yeah, pilsners can sometimes like pilsners aren't. Nor- they're normally not going to be bad, but like they can sometimes be like just missing something. Yeah. No, but this uh, this pilsner kind of has everything I'd want, and at four point seven percent, right? Shit, I wish it came more than a four pack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like I could definitely go for a twelve case of this. Wow, this is really good. Um, Carlos, give me a number on this one. Oh, let me take another sip before I come up with an actual number. Mm. Handcrafted beer, quality ingredients by honest people. Well, if you tell me you're honest, I now don't believe you. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, this is such a good pilsner. I'm going to actually Japan give this a, an eight and a half. Uh, 2.11 was the canning date. So a little while ago, but yeah. not too bad. Uh, what did you give it? 8.5. 8.5. I'm thinking I'm going to give this a nine. Right. This is a... This is a fucking good pilsner. It is. Like we don't give a lot of tens, and like this is this is pushing me one. I, you know what? Yeah, nine and a quarter. I'm bumping this up. Like I really like this beer. All right. Well, maybe I'll bump mine up to nine then. No, you can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. Uh, yeah. P three pills. If you if you're a fan of like lighter beer, especially as we're moving into the warmer months, I, I highly recommend you find this. Because damn, where are they uh, based out of? Lake Zurich, Illinois. All right, which I have no idea where that is. Illinois, it's in Illinois, Casey. Uh, no, it's actually in Illinois. You're missing the S in there. Yeah, the S is silent there, bud. If it's silent, why'd they put it at the end? Same reason they put one in Des Moines. You mean Des Moines? No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, I, uh, uh, no. I'm so mad. I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm. 
I'm done. I quit. We're no longer doing the show ever again. <laughs> God damn it, Carlos. So I guess it's time for... Uh... And now the Department of Defense presents news with Casey. There's me. So before we get too deep into the news here, I want to give you guys um, just a little peek behind the curtain here. So I wrote the software that I use for uh, like playing or the soundboard software, right? And I get to put the and so I put the things in the order, like all the all the clips in in the right order, right? I, I didn't. What? I yeah. So usually, like, so usually I have them set up like one, two, three, four, as far as like the clips yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the reason I hit the wrong, I hit the wrong one, is because I have uh, the news set as two, the outro music set as three, and then next quarter mile set as four. That's crazy. It's real dumb. Yeah. It's real dumb. Why do I have it set up like this? And uh, it's even customizable, and I could change it really easily. <laughs> I don't know. That's just what it is. Uh-huh. So I just like you can't, I, you, you can't even blame anybody else. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have like an interface. You can just drag it like in the middle of a conversation just to replace it. It's 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 a it's literally a checkbox, and then I punch a new number. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's yeah. So it may be April 1st, but police in Brandon say it's no joke that a 27-year-old man is accused of stealing from a business and assaulting an employee with a solid chocolate bunny. Officers were called Thursday afternoon after a man stole merchandise at a business on Victoria Avenue near 34th Street in the southwestern uh, Manitoba city. Um, a Friday news release from the Brandon Police Service said an employee who confronted the shoplifter was hit with a Mr. Solid brand chocolate bunny. The employee suffered minor injuries. You know, like the the solid Easter bunnies, like the worst ones. So like, I, oh, well, I don't know. They're they're uh, they're, uh, they're as long as they're made of like chocolate. It's just a solid solid chunk of milk chocolate. Yeah. It's all right. It's better. I guess it's better than the hollow ones. Yeah, that's those crazy. taste weird. Yeah. Should we do a bunny taste test for Easter? We could do that. As as long as we get one that's full of Reese's peanut butter. Is that an option? It has to be an option. Is that an option? There's there's no way that's not an option. All right. Uh, you look that up while I am uh, <laughs> reading the rest of the story because I need to know. Um, the police suffered minor injuries. Uh, the accused shoplifter ran away and was found arrested nearby while still in possession of stolen merchandise. It was returned to the store. The man was released from custody and will appear in court on charges of assault and theft under $5,000. This is not an April Fool's Day joke, uh, the police said in their news, uh, their news release. Sergeant Kirby uh, Sararis, a public information officer with the Brandon Police Service. A, one a pound. whole pound? A one pound Reese's peanut butter bunny. How do we not get diabetes on that episode? I don't know. I think we just get diabetes. <laughs> I think we just, we just accept that that's what's going to happen. All right. How much is it? Like $12. That seems ridiculously cheap. No, that's like, why would you buy <laughs> like, a pa- like a package of Reese's when you just pay $12 to get a pound of it? Like, so a Reese's peanut butter cup. You're looking at a buck fifty, maybe two fifty to do the king size. Um, yeah. So uh, it says a dollar. 
Uh, and that's one and a half ounces. Yeah. So you have a pound, which is 16 ounces. Mm-hmm. So if I was buying individual Reese's peanut butter cups, that would cost me $14. And you get this one for 12 for just solid chunk of Reese's. Just Reese's. I, I wonder what, well, we're going to find out yeah, what the chocolate to, oh man, I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, well, there's a couple, we'll have to talk about the software, but there's a couple ways we could do it. We could do like the best Easter candy or we could just like talk about the bunnies. And I think talking about the bunnies is probably the right route. Yeah, I think that's the best because we, we can always talk about the best Easter candy. Right. And how it's jelly beans. You're a monster. I love jelly beans. They're disgusting. You're wrong. I once bought a thing of like Starburst because it's like, oh, this is some Easter Starburst. It and was they were jelly Starburst beans. jelly beans. And they were so good. I had never been so sad in my life. Why? You had jelly beans. Jelly beans are one of the happiest candies that there is. It was the worst thing that name, ever happened to me. Name one candy that's more joyful than jelly beans. You can't because it doesn't exist. I just find jelly beans sad and depressing. No, you know what's sad and depressing? Fucking Necco wafers. <laughs> that's that's not a real thing. That's just a, f- a lie people say. <laughs> no, Necco wafers are real. They're not real. Yes, they are. <laughs> There's no way something that bland would be real. <laughs> Did you never get Necco wafers in your in your Halloween basket? No, this just can't be true. I, I refuse to believe that <laughs> Necco wafers. I was like, I, my life is depressing, but it's never been that depressing. <laughs> I've always been above ne- Necco Wafer. I've never been Necco Wafers depressed. And that's rock bottom right there. <laughs> I feel like that's below rock bottom. Maybe. I don't even think they give Necco Wafers to people in rehab. I, I would hope not. <laughs> All right. It may sound like a joke, but a dog in Arkansas uh, was out one day and brought home something highly illegal. A big bag of meth. Nearly four ounces of it. Uh, the Craighead uh, County Sheriff's Office said on social media Saturday that they were called by a citizen about the fine. A citizen contacted us stating that their dog had been out doing dog things. What are dog things? And, uh, what are drugs. Dog things? Apparently it's drugs. All right. So the dog was out doing drugs and came back home with a weird looking ball. Uh, this ball is, in fact, methamphetamine. Oh, I said the B word and he didn't mean look. He must be tired. Um, Craighead County Deputy said on Facebook, if it belongs to you, feel free to come to our office and claim it. Uh, Under normal circumstances, a baseball-sized bag of meth would land one in jail uh, with a charge of possession with intent to distribute. But seeing how this was the dog's first known offense and he wasn't aware of the existence of laws, he wasn't charged with a crime. Scruff McGruff would disapprove of the actions of this dog. Well, Scruff McGruff would have taken a bag out of that bag of meth or a bite out of that bag of meth. Only out of a crime. <laughs> He's also more of a cokehead. There is that. <laughs> Scruff McGruff. <laughs> Doing rails for crime. <laughs> what, what, what's the, uh, what's, what's his address? Uh, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. All right. Which we found out you can just send uh, an, a letter to a zip code, which is fascinating. Also... Very upset. Like, here's, I know this is completely off topic, but I'm very mad at our postal service lately. Uh, they keep they keep delivering ad, uh, letters to our address that are for the other address. Oh, yeah. So we live on the East Street, 
and there's a West Street, right? And they both have the same fucking numbers, which is a flaw in the city design. I'll grant that. But they keep delivering us letters that are clearly for the, like, one of, like, so the other one is an apartment building. And so there's apartment numbers on the other letters. And so they're dropping these off at our house. Yeah, that's crazy. And then I put the, I, so I've just been leaving them in the mailbox and then putting the flag back up. I think there's like three of them now. And they just show up again the next day. And then so I just leave them there and I put the flag back up and they take them and then they show up again. And eventually they'll get the hint. Yeah. Sorry, right, maybe, maybe I'm more mad about this than I should be. You could bring it to the postal service office itself. No, no, no. I remember jokes from the 90s. I don't want to get shot. No, they're not going to go postal on you because they probably didn't bring a gun on them. But don't return the next day, though, after you complain. Oh, don't don't keep returning? Yeah, don't keep returning. Okay. Yeah. Stickers uh, mimicking memorial plaques were stuck onto benches in and around Vancouver's Stanley Park earlier this month. The park board is not amused by the anonymous social media campaign to bring laughter to passersby. So this is the second week in a row where we've had a parks department that has no sense of humor or whimsy or just being capable of being human beings. Uh, From a distance, the yellow stickers uh, might almost be mistaken for legitimate bronze plaques, which are only installed according to the strict set policies and protocols. Um, How much do you think it costs to have a bronze plaque on a park bench and... How long do you think you can have it there? You know, I think it'd probably be pretty cheap. I would say $1,000 for 10 years. $7,500 for 10 years. Oh, all right. Like, so it's like $800 a year. That's a lot more than $1,000 for the full chunk of time. It is, right? Like, it's, yeah. Um, so yeah, so, um, but upon closer inspection, the temporary, uh, and tongue in cheek nature of the plaque sticker slapped onto benches at Prospect Park, Beaver Lake and, uh, Seawall become apparent. They are all dedicated into the, uh, to the memory of Jack shit, uh, S C H I T T. Um, there is no date of birth or death. Uh, and he is described in profane, but affectionate, uh, terms. He was an asshole, but he was a funny asshole. Is what they all say. A QR code takes you anyone curious enough to scan it to a Facebook page that shows the stickers affixed to benches on the lower mainland in Vancouver Island. Um, Jack is dearly loved and is missed by all. He lived his life fully and made his li- uh, and made it his life and now his legacy to make people laugh. He believed that if we all took ourselves less seriously, we could all live a happier life. A post on the page reads: He wanted to uh, meet as many people as he could in life. Uh, that way he could honestly tell them that they knew jack shit. Uh, he imagined one day if enough people realized that they knew jack shit, there would be less judging on the planet and less assholes. Is this a real person? I have no idea. (laughs) I, I kinda hope it was. Um, a spokesperson for the Vancouver, uh, park board confirmed that they are aware of these stickers and that this memorial is not sanctioned by the city. Our policy is to remove them as any defacing of statues, memorials, park equipment, or infrastructure is counted as vandalism and we addressed and reported to, uh, the Vancouver police department. I wonder, you know, it'd be cheaper instead of like getting like the plaques, uh, like, like a bench for like $7,500 for 10 years to just buy 
a bench, a, a bunch of stickers, and then have it mailed to everybody in town. Yeah. So you just have like all these sheets of like stickers that you then send out with this. So then everybody can get in on it and just piss off the parks department. Well, and you like you you approach like I would approach like local businesses because like, you know, like at the cafes and stuff, like they have like the little thing like, you know, a dollar for um, like a card or whatever to support local artists. You just have like you can just like take a sticker and then go slap it on something. See if you can slip it into the town flyer so that you get you get delivered with whatever, whatever that is. All right. So, Carlos, this brings us to our discussion topic for today, um, which I'm coming up with right now. And it's uh, like, you know, just another look behind the curtain is uh, this is how I'm coming up with a discussion topic. What do your, you want your memorial to be? So you have either like a memorial project or... Um, like, or like a, an actual memorial dedicated to you that, um, has to be completed no matter what. Um, I got to double check to see if this is still a thing. Are you talking about launching yourself into space? No, no, no. Uh, so I was thinking that it'd be pretty funny to have, so I, I, I don't think it's a, a real thing. I think that might've just been something from like the, from Simpsons or something. But like, it, just like to have something, something like an ever burning tire fire, just dedicated to me, something like that. A tire fire. Yeah, but like that. Something be- just like releasing hydrocarbons into the atmosphere. Yeah, but maybe I gotta like go for something more natural, like the uh, there's like the devil's pit or something like that. Like, you you the- just want one of those ever burning pits dedicated to yeah, you? Yeah, I want an ever burning pit dedicated to me. I think that would be fun. Like so, it would just be like the the like the the Carlos Memorial Devil Pit, and like we don't, I don't even have to like be buried or like even get cremated because yeah. just toss my body in there, it'll just get cremated in there. So, what do you want people to do? Like, so do you want people to come and visit this Devil Pit and like throw their petty grievances into it, or yeah, petty grievances or small trash they didn't want to drop off at the curb. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Just their like their Reese's wrappers, like yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so amusing, but it's perfect. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Just just continues the legacy. <laughs> I got these slim gym wrappers in my car. Oh, there's the fire pit better dump them off in there i was like this is this is what i wanted in life and now i have it in death a place to dump all my petty shit (laughs) (laughs) i'm like you're not supposed to dump like uh batteries or stuff there but i mean you could (laughs) (laughs) if it goes in the pit it stays in the pit Like just a hazard site, like that's that's what's gonna happen. Your memorial pit will become some kind of like hazardous waste site. In memory of Carlos, Jesus Christ! Talk about scorched earth. Yeah. Damn. Um. I like. I. I don't know. I. So I've put 
Um, I don't know, like about two minutes of thought into this while I was chuckling at yours, uh, but mostly I was chuckling at yours. So, uh, here's, here's what I'm thinking. Memorial for me, like the park bench thing is stupid. Like that's a waste of $7,500. But what I want done is in random places, like in random parks across the nation, what I think would be really entertaining to me is for people to go just install park benches uh, that have my name on them. Like, take that take that $7,500, and it will multiply it by a bunch. Uh, and then I want, I want, like, I want people to go, go in the middle of the night and dig some holes with some posts, like... And like put quick creed in them. So these are these are gonna be hard to remove. And then you just like replace the sod. And then you have these park benches. And I want them to be in inconvenient spots. Like I want the park bench to be um like right in front of the swing so you can't swing anymore. Or like right at the bottom of the slide or over the bike path. And always at least one right in front of the parks and rec center, right? Yep. Right in the front yard. Yep. And it just it just it says it says my name. Um, it says, and then it has like, go listen to yeah. this episode and then you'll understand. And also future parks departments. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you could always have a different episode for each bench. Mm. There you go. It's dealer's choice. Yeah. It's uh, I'll, I'll like, uh, I'll make somebody write an app and like every time they scan, like just, it's a randomizer. Ooh. All right. Right. But only like the best ones, where I where I where I sh- where I shine the brightest, right? Yeah, or am the drunkest, or am talking. So every episode. So like when you're when these benches are being installed, are they being put in level or are they? Oh that God, no, 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 no. <laughs> they are they are not being level, um, and they're they're also like some of them are just mysteriously sticky. Oh, of course, like yeah. constantly. Yeah, like like anytime you sit on it, it's sticky, yeah. and you're not really sure why. But that's not a, a product defect. That's just because you haunted all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just covered in ectoplasm, <laughs> yeah. which is just ghost semen, I yeah, guess. That's I what it is. I, I, ectoplasm. Like, who came up with that shit? Who's like, yeah, ghosts. We can't touch them, but they come on everything. Yeah, they leave a bunch of slime. There's the... Uh, so have you watched uh, the the vampire show set in uh, New Zealand? Uh, 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 what We Do in the Shadows? Yeah. Have you seen that? I, I, I've seen, I, I watched the first season and a half, and then I watched the movie. Oh, okay. So you, uh, so the ghost episode, mm-hmm. where like, where like, the, like one of the guys, like his ghost, like uh, d- didn't finish masturbate. Like, so like, that's when he, how he died. Like being, no, it wasn't, he was, he was uh, being jerked off when he died. And so his, he asked his zombie form, because like, not his vampire form, because like, their go, like, the, the vampires don't have souls, so they actually have ghosts. And so he's asking his, like, hey, so uh, you'll do anything to, so I can uh, move on to the next life. Well, I mean, I was being in the middle of something, and I can't do, I can't finish myself. I, and so, like, he gets, so, like, you, you don't see it, but like, later on, there's a room just full of, just covered in ectoplasm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great show. Oh man, that's fantastic. That's a good show. Uh have you watched um their uh their new show? The um uh uh the, the pirate one. I have not. Uh our our flag means death. I have not seen it yet. Uh, I'm I'm a couple episodes behind now. I think I'm about four ep- episodes behind. Uh delightful. Um Taika Wahidi is Blackbeard. 
Yeah. And it is fantastic. <laughs> no, Tyka's great. Yeah, man. Uh, what what a great way. Like, I don't know. He's fantastic. Uh, James, we were talking about this the other day. James Gunn. Holy shit! He just turned shit around. So you haven't you haven't watched Peacemaker yet? Not right? yet. No. Okay. You absolutely need to. Um, but it's, he's like one of those directors, kind of like Taika, where they touch something and it just kind of turns into gold. Like I didn't realize that he uh, he was uh, that James Gunn did um, that what was it? it was I think it was like called Super. Oh yeah, with uh, with uh, Elliot Page and. Uh, the guy from uh, Dwight the from the office, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rain Rain Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that movie was fucked up. Yeah, but it was great. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm aware. I, I didn't never saw the film, but I saw a couple clips and. Oh, uh, you haven't watched it? No, I haven't seen it. Oh wow, you'd love it. It's it's. I, I I've heard that it was really good though. Yeah. So and I I think for some reason the. So there is some uh, there's some other movie like where like technically that super is now part of like a franchise like a, a universe of its own oh really because there's like references to super okay yeah yeah and uh i ran out of things to say <laughs> i did too <laughs> hey you know we hit 50 minutes yeah. and it's uh the two of us and i'm tired yeah uh hey i have to figure out what button to press <laughs> three? Uh, this one. Was it three? Yes. yes. Yeah. All right, guys, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnessstudios.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnessstudios or follow us on Instagram at blindnessstudios. And I'll see you guys next week. 